0: We save hard drinks in here for men who want to get drunk fast. And we don't need any characters around to give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? i will have to slip you my lip for a convincer. Shocking stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery. This is the Sense Right Now podcast.
1: The podcast of SinceRightNow.com dot com and clean and sober K L E N and S O B R. All right, so uh, Chris fucked up. We just missed. Probably to talk about so, so the first first year, first year of sobriety we're starting almost yeah. at the first week yeah cuz um, this
2: guy came in tonight with his first year mm mm-hmm. yeah, and he was uh, just I just distinctly remember him coming in last year to this meeting for the first time and just being a mess and looking like a mess you could tell he was on the verge of tears he was holding mm-hmm. all his emotions and he was in so much emotional pain uh, his life whatever had happened had just crashed couldn't couldn't speak,
3: you know and w- he really, Was he sober <laughs> when he uh, came in or did
2: it was his last day of drinking or oh, it was the last day yeah, So he yeah. came like, in right
3: yeah, okay. yeah. and he, he I just in the you know five months or so that I've spent every yeah. Tuesday with the guy Yeah, um, I've noticed his reading is getting a lot better. Yeah, He's just seems a little more measured. Yep, and um, And so yeah, you see him tonight
2: smile on his face mm-hmm. job looks good Red how, how it works yeah, yeah. Red Hat works tonight just yeah how far and it doesn't even seem like a year's gone by it seems a really fast year but just how far you come in your first year how how much changes and how mm-hmm. god that's just crazy it is crazy i uh
3: yeah i uh I know personally you know i mean god a lot's changed i remember For that, that first year it was. I remember
2: the whole thing felt numb. I, I can't describe it any other way, is that you come out of it and you were, uh, the wild emotions, the wild swings, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and you get sober and all that's taken away and it's just sort of the mid-range, right? right. For that first year. And you're just, <clears throat> it's better. Yeah. You know it's better. You're happy you're not drinking, but you don't know how to feel because right. your life was catastrophic and, you know, epic Mm -hmm. all this in bits and pieces but um but yeah i don't think i've you grow so much in that first year it just Mm -hmm. seemed like that's the year where you what we were just talking about is all the the ailments and ticks and weirdness that yeah they never attributed to alcohol that are
3: just directly correlated (laughs) to your drinking and stop yeah and you know and i i had a little bit when i first because alcohol for me was totally an emotional anesthetic. It was it was yeah. to get mid-range and to get numb. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would drink yeah. at night so I wouldn't have to think about right. the things I didn't want to think about. So yeah. in the very beginning, it, everything was off the charts emotional. You know? Yeah. Like I remember getting like crying at TV commercials. Yeah. And then wow. wildly yeah. laughing. And yeah. Like everything was just elastic and insane. Um, but then you kind of settle into that mid-range, with, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Yeah, once I your brain chemistry has a chance to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. yeah. It felt like a raw nerve. You know, every yeah. i yeah. get everything was exacerbated. I'd get more annoyed. I'd get you know. Mm-hmm. Was, it was it this time? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this you know, I don't know. It's just this time was you know, it was um it was different, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it.
1: I remember the one thing I never associated with it. It took me forever to realize every morning I would wake up because particularly towards the end it feels like i don't know for years but i'd wake up with the shakes like as Uh i was sitting up Uh in bed Uh i was shaking up like do you know what i'm talking about Uh everybody gets that Uh (laughs) the thing um and i just remember i never i I don't know what i thought i can't remember what i thought um that was but i just didn't put it together that that was me having i guess no i know
2: I had that too, and I thought I had. I sh- I shook. Drinking the night before, it. I always occurred to me that I had some odd disease, and I couldn't pour. I mean, it just was so bizarre. Mm-hmm. All the things that. You'd go through that were directly attributed to drinking that you thought were just oh, just wrote it off as palsy. Right. I mean, I mean, in all fairness, you do have palsy. Do. You, we, you
3: we've should. been holding back on you, but
2: I don't know what palsy is. Like, we didn't did get that word. What
3: it is either. It sounds kind of antiquated. Like it does.
2: he's got the palsy. Got the-
3: <laughs> um Just crazy hungover. I also remember I had, I was reading in a meeting, freshly sober, a couple weeks sober, and I had this halting, like a tick in my. Vocal pattern, yeah. It's like, and I remember thinking, did I develop a speech impediment? If <laughs> I had a speech impediment, because I would literally, I was l- reading how it works in a meeting. Yeah. And I was nervous, and I would, just, Grr, I'd have these little like <laughs> moments of pause, and I thought, oh, so this is the new me. Like, yeah, yeah. you're sober, but now you have this spe- <laughs> serious speech impediment. Oh, yeah. And um, but it I, was I, the cure. Yeah, I, I knew it. All <laughs> uh, yeah, but. As you were talking about earlier, Jeff, you you do you attribute all these various ailments and issues totally to anything cunning. other than your drinking, your yeah. drug use, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean everything. I
2: did you? Uh, they tell you like to eat a bunch of candy, like or shit, like that sugar replacement. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't I, don't know. Do I ate
3: like you ate. It was going out of style. Yeah. <laughs> I ate a ton because I had yeah. just neglected withered to do away. That for a long time. Yeah. Um, that's you know funny. and and you just you start to be mindful of really simple yeah. rudimentary concepts like hey if i get, if i get enough sleep yes. and i eat yes i don't mm-hmm. feel bad
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I, i've second. had to do that with sponsors. like this guy was feeling b- his first week and it was like he had he just didn't know how to drink eight uh, glasses mm-hmm. of water a day just didn't drink water mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. no wonder you're like <laughs> people who just don't know how to take care of yourself yeah. like oh you need to sleep yeah you need to drink water yeah <laughs> you need to eat like
3: all those things, I still struggle with water. <laughs> it's like it could be, you could be—you could be coffee water. You're still failing. <laughs> That's funny. I like really fundamental,
1: like li- like life stuff that I thought I had to change. I think when I got sober, like I think I was so wrapped up in like image, and I don't—I don't know, like being a oh, sort yeah. of party guy, yeah,
2: hips hips looking
1: cool. Yeah, well, kind of. what you were going for? That I think, when I was drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was, yeah. That I think I, I, I had to do this, like, I did this 180, because I, th- I don't know, I thought I had to disown everything. <laughs> right. And so that left me with almost, like, nothing. And I just remember, <laughs> I don't even, it wasn't even ironic, but I think I decided I was going to start wearing, like, khakis and polos, <laughs> mm-hmm, which was the opposite <laughs> of what I wore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I like I I decided like that's how right you know now that I'm not a yeah. crazy you had leather biker jackets and jeans right exactly yeah. and, and, like... and and like dreadlocks and yeah, yeah and, and so I'm like I'm gonna cut. get a haircut and I'm wear khakis and polos <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember like and I had no notion Is this your of... first year when you got a total fashion makeup? it was. <laughs> no, it the first <laughs> so the first year I was sort of in isolation. I was yeah. on, like in my you know, in a cabin yeah. on a lake, basically, yeah. not a cabin, but a house on a lake. Yeah. and uh, so I didn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved back here yeah. and got a job, you know, basically, they got a job that first year, year and a half, mm-hmm. I remember going to. My first real job, quite frankly, at an advertising agency, and it probably played, maybe I don't know, ironic. I don't know, but I'm like the first day I remember going in like khakis and a polo, Mm -hmm. yeah, to to work. I would give money. That's so funny. um,
2: And like I did that for a while, yeah. And consciously thinking, I can't be this old me. This this. yeah, like somehow it was a reaction to that, and
1: then it took like a long time, I think, for that to go away. Like yeah, it's Mm -hmm. cool. it felt like a long time. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, I don't even know what where my head was at, just like that I had to be somebody else. And there's, yeah. a, lot, but there's a lot of things I had to to relearn. And this isn't actually why, like I was talking about relationships earlier mm-hmm. um, as a, a potential topic. But yep. I mean, you were there, you experienced sort of me, I didn't know how to have a relationship. And Jeff was, you know, <laughs> witnessed and, and party to yeah. me not knowing at all how to have a sober relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And it it was weird. Um, But uh, I'm just real fundamental things about myself that I had to figure out. And I was just thinking about that recently that, like, Mm -hmm. wow, I've had, I sort of, I did, I put it all back together Mm -hmm. over time. And Mm -hmm. it it just, it struck me as odd that I I didn't know how to do certain things like that, like really fundamental things. Did you guys, I mean, experience any of that, like in the beginning?
3: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, in a, maybe a different way, yeah, There were a lot of things I needed to kind of relearn how to do. I didn't know how to know? tell the truth. Well, that was a big one.
2: <laughs> that was a fundamental, right? Yeah, on any level. Tell even the truth the... on any level. When you yeah. tell a
3: lie, that the outcome's going to be far worse yeah. than even if you told the truth, but it's such a, a reflex. Mm-hmm. Me, I mean, a year's, year of sobriety, I'd still be...
2: Mm-hmm. People would ask me things, and I would lie mm-hmm. just reflexively, mm-hmm. just strangely, and like then catch myself and then have to tell the truth, and there was no reason for the lie in the first place other than... You just—we had this motto "Lie till you die." When I was drinking, mm. just using it, like, it was like you know we'd just pull some shit, and that was our oh man
3: "LTYD, bro." Lie
2: till you die. Like that doesn't make sense.
3: No, it doesn't. It really
2: doesn't. like <laughs> you die. Other than it rhymes, Sorry. it does.
3: <laughs> Which it's yeah, good a
2: sense. <laughs>
1: it's probably something that makes more sense, but I can remember this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. this All is right. going to be how we live. That is All crazy.
3: Right. Yeah, and I yeah it's the same thing. And I had lies that I had told for so long, I believed them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I kind of had to like go back and relook at my own wait. personal history and correct it. Absolutely, um, because I yeah. had this these long standing sort of fibs that I told that were yeah. not true. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and then you know I don't know. Now I feel like I probably overshare <laughs> sometimes. You know, like truth telling has become so so much a part of who I am that yeah. mm-hmm. like you know. I don't know. Yeah, it's like you're, if you're gonna go to lunch with me, mm-hmm. you're gonna get some heavy shit. You know, <laughs> so just be ready. I'm not
2: holding back. This right. isn't gonna be about the weather. <laughs> right, all right? right. That's funny. Yeah, That's I don't know. Funny. I mean, but I mean, I
1: you know, you give people warning. I mean, I give people warning if I'm gonna. Yeah.
2: Like, sure, you want to know all this? So when yeah. you said relationships, you meant relationships with the opposite sex? No, just in general. Or just relationships in with general? With anybody? Yeah, I think all of it. I think. Um,
1: even like friendships yeah even friendships i mean you first got i think i was very prone to um you know i i think i i i as i was putting myself back together i was like Mm -hmm. i realized i was like borrowing you know parts of other people's yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. not identity but Mm -hmm. maybe sort of their identity like and and sort of Clicking in these like little mm-hmm. components, I don't know. I have just been sort of examining it, and you know, uh, but all of that, like how to how to have a sober,
2: yeah.
1: um, you know, a romantic relationship, was definitely tricky for me in the beginning, mm-hmm. just because all of my, you know, adult young adult relationships were using, yeah. you know, something something or many things. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's you know, they're part of the foundation for all of them was
2: was that use. Um, it's funny. I remember this saying in early sobriety. Someone told me that they were the sum of the la- the, the sum total of the last thing they heard. It, where you get sober mm-hmm. and don't really know who you are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you start right. to you you start to become these right. the things. You're just trying to grab onto an right. identity. Oh, okay. And so it's mm-hmm. the last person you're with. You sort right. of take that identity on. Or I believe that because someone just passionately argued for that. It's like that sounds good. I'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That works for you, me. you brought in you brought in nothing you know you had no your right. past was so consumed with this right. one thing right. that you didn't develop any beliefs stand for anything mm-hmm. politi- anything and i i remember that That's very much so of not knowing anything about anything or what to believe or how to act and i was the sum total of the last thing i heard um it's because you just had not you know you brought mm-hmm. in this one thing yeah Alcoholism, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's was your entire life was wrapped up in that thing. Right. And so you had to sort of learn like how to have a relationship, mm-hmm. what do you, what you believe in a relationship, mm-hmm. what you believe in politics and, you know, all that
3: absolutely shit. It's so crazy. And when you're using, at least when I was drinking and using and when we worked together, I mm-hmm. felt like I, I assumed we've talked about kind of reading your own press a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I assumed whatever you projected on me is what your expectations of me were. That's right. what I was going to get back to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people thought I was kind of a nutty train wreck, which is easy to project when you are, you know? It's like, God, you're right. Let yeah, me dial know that me in. You so yeah. well. But you know what I mean? Like, you just kind of yeah. give the people what they want. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and that's there's no way you can establish any kind of real identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with me, he was a grumpy bastard. Like yeah. I, I sort of
2: kept... Yeah, you were... That was your yeah, that was I your kept, identity. That was the Chris Prickly brand. Bastard. Yeah, prickly but yeah, it, it wasn't for true. a long time. We knew the real. Remember Chris. you and Luke started almost at the same time, at the, right? And it was who it was, was a whole lot of attitude.
1: Pricklier and bastard, <laughs> bastardier. A whole
2: lot of attitude. It's like <laughs> right. yeah, it was yeah, like the year of a thousand best. It was. It was. It was, <laughs> it was like they're both awesome <laughs> creatives, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, <laughs> just like tons of attitude. Yeah, Over tons on the of MGD attitude. Team.
1: Although well, we use that attitude. In th- your name once to oh, great good. effect oh good I don't know if you remember the, have you ever, I don't know one time when you got do you remember when you got let go from that very first I, agency I, I do and the person that let you go yeah. walked through the room that Luke and I were sitting in yeah. Yeah. and yeah. said something like hey boys and we were like in solidarity <laughs> like pissed that, that you were gone and we just gave him <laughs> the icy the, yeah. the cold shoulder yeah good yeah
3: that's good mm-hmm. anyway so when you left the agency we were- the three of us worked. Yeah. When, well, when, I got when you fired left, from that agency. I believe I started.
2: I believe I just say left. It's gentler. Yeah. I remember it you is. coming down the hall and being it's like, sucked. well,
3: mate, it's, yeah. it's over. I think I smoked dope in my office the next day. Oh, man. Like you were the only dude I was accountable to. Yeah. You know, on yeah. The soap. And once yeah. you were gone, I was like, well, the hell like, with fuck it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, it smells like pot in your office. Oh, does it? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You know, I just smoked something. That's hilarious. Please <laughs> close the door on your way out.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
3: it's a crazy. Yeah, but anyway, I,
2: to... I was excited to
3: see that him pull that together, man. Absolutely, first year. Absolutely, mm-hmm. any one. There was a guy in there today who was at his fourth meeting. I saw him last night yeah. at his third meeting of his entire life. Wow! And uh, just seems to really be enthusiastic and open. And um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still, I'm, I just, every newcomer I meet, I think they're going to make it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, that that's where my cynicism, like, hits a little bit of a catch. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I mean. And then they shatter me. Yeah.
2: Wow. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny, because yeah. the first time I came, I, I came to AA and still drank for two years. And and I remember, yeah, coming into that first meeting and not, you know, my very first meeting, everyone knew I was going to go drink again. Yeah. <laughs> I was there kind of exploring? I'm not really sure. Really On the really way sure. to the bar, <clears throat> yeah. Like oh. this meeting's making me thirsty, you guys. Yeah, that's all I can say. I know all
3: that. this not drinking shit. It's <laughs> awesome for you. Yeah, but I need a drink. Right. That's funny. It's a very hard thing to do. Is be uh, engaged in any capacity in the recovery community when you're still active. Yeah. Cause I did that, you know, I did that for a while. Yeah. I'd go to meetings and then I'd go home and I'd drink and yeah. it was just it's a, miserable. Oh, it's the worst. It's the you worst. can't, I mean, you're just, you're just waiting for that hour to be over and mm-hmm. you yeah. know, oh, I should be, I got to hang on. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, 18 more minutes. An alcoholic,
3: I know. But you're like,
2: I need to come to these meetings. <laughs> but, so, but yeah, it's weird. Uh, that
1: reminds me of an interesting point. Like I haven't been delving into the side of things. Uh, the, the, or experiencing as much of the anti a sentiments as i was um a few months ago but uh you know one of the the i, don't know, I guess charges leveled at the efficacy of aa is that that the way it's it's way <laughs> it's a program so the way it's applied mm-hmm. leads people that Attempt to use it, it. It lays a foundation for a, a greater sense of guilt. Should you f- relapse? Should you mm-hmm. fall? Mm-hmm. And that contributes. This is a you know a charge, and it's mm-hmm. convoluted. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to phrase it even. Mm-hmm. But so that so that when you do relapse or have a slip, mm-hmm. um, it 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 causes you or encourages you to go further into the slip or or you know turn into it. Um, more aggressively than you might have otherwise. Does that make sense? Sorry, I took it. It does, it and, does but sense. but I, I mean I. W- so okay, so you're talking about going to meetings, mm-hmm. still drinking, both mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go, would you when you went to a meeting, would you then go home and go, you know, fuck them? I'm gonna get really fucked up because I don't know what. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. I was going to get really fucked up because I was Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did. I mean that's you what I know. But but no, but, but Would you but come
3: I, back and admit every time you had a slip in Almost a every time I yeah. would. And people I was the boy who cried wolf, but yeah. it was, you know, I mean I can't tell you that night we, the meeting we were at tonight. Mhm. I there at least on at least two separate occasions I I was in there and yeah. said I cannot stop drinking Yeah. and I was a wreck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I got emotional and all mm-hmm. these guys reached out to me and then I'd come back two weeks later and be like, I still can't stop. Yeah, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I um, mean, I was really grasping at straws at that point, yeah. but I knew full well I was going to drink again. Yeah. So. Um but I, but I understand what you're saying though, Chris. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. The logic of that and yeah. I mm-hmm. get it because of accountability uh, because of facing up Mm -hmm. to those people again Mm -hmm. because if you've attained or you've accomplished anything in the program Mm -hmm. you have to start over Mm -hmm. and you know I I can at least as it applies to me I see some some legitimacy to Mm -hmm. that because Mm -hmm. you know rather than go back and try again it's Mm -hmm. easier to just keep going on the rabbit hole you Mm -hmm. know yeah so the path resistance. Keep drinking, you know. Yeah. yeah, you went for a while, but I think the one the one misnomer is like you go
2: to, you go for a while. So this scenario, you go for a while, then you slip, you're out, and then you're like, oh, I need to go back to A, but then you're like, oh, I can't get honest. I don't want to tell them because they're gonna think bad of me, and they're mm-hmm. gonna you know think I'm a failure mm-hmm. and I didn't do it. So it's easier for me just to stay out, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what that what you're saying, <laughs> right, right? That it compounds the shame somehow. Yeah, that it compounds the shame somehow,
1: but. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, I had that same behavior without AA. <laughs> yeah. A- A- yeah. I'd be like, I'm already fucked up. I'm going to get really fucked up because right. I'm already this fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And I will say that no one, I think in the vast majority understand, like everyone knows people that slip were all alcoholics. It, like mm-hmm. it's, it, you come back and you say, I slipped. And you're like, that makes sense because right. you're an alcoholic. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, universally. And you're human. And you're human. <laughs> right. And so I don't think right. anyone... Does just shame? I think it's all in your head, and mm-hmm. it is hard to come back and admit you slipped. Mm-hmm. But you got you got to do that. So it's it is it is the hard part is coming back and admitting you slipped. It's not the part where everyone's going to shame you in a mm-hmm. meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. But I get that the hard part of coming back in and saying I slipped can keep you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. And so, I and I absolutely. You know, it just just being honest. I mean, I know guys who've yeah, but, and, had eight or nine years. Yeah. And have revised their sobriety date. Nine years down the road, yeah. It'd be like, you yeah. know what? I've just, I have to be honest. Seven months after I got sober, years ago, yeah, I was on a camping trip and yeah. I got high or yeah. something, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I, I've been carrying this around for almost a decade, <laughs> and I've got to come clean because it's eating me up, you know. That's a fascinating
1: thing to me too. That I've yeah. seen on Twitter is people will say, oh, "I just remembered something." I'm revising my sobriety, which is amazing to me, and mm-hmm. it's you know commendable and yeah. an amazing thing to me that that revising a sobriety date because it is easy to make. It, you know, about that, and not and want to hang on to that tenaciously, mm-hmm. and it's it's not going to hurt anybody if you don't change it. It's not going to even hurt you, really. But yeah, other than it's and, only sick of your secrets. But you're right. But but in the yeah in the right in the realm of yeah. being honest with yourself. Yeah. it's it's param, you know it's yeah. yeah yeah you're right. It's huge totally. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just saying today that really that to me is i mean the the core of it you know we we always talk about it but it all comes down to that however you're going to do it mm-hmm. as long as you're honest with one person and that person is you Yeah. yes um you know i think you can figure
2: it out absolutely uh, that that is crazy about that coming back and thinking and you revise your sobriety debate thinking like it wasn't a drink but it was uh, yeah i did some biking mm-hmm. or i did something right, right? and yeah. like i'm going to revise it just you right. we weren't really sure at the time and I could see that eight months in you're like I'm not going to say a word about this exactly but years later
3: years later I, I got to get this off my chest it's that honest with yourself When we were just talking about how we're masters of revisionist yeah. history and we you know you tell mm-hmm. lies about yourself so long you start to believe and they co- become part of your backstory. yeah they become you know, fundamental to who you are. And mm-hmm. hey, it would be really easy to just have a sobriety date and that's your sobriety date And mm-hmm. in the, you know, using the Costanza method, you just mm-hmm. believe the lie, believe <laughs> right. the lie until you're <laughs> absolutely sure it happened. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. It's true though. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He minds a funny thing that way. I remember my last drink. I, uh, like to keep it by, you know, yeah. it just seemed like a good from a story arc, mm. you know, from a scripting standpoint, mm. like it was a good one. I'm just going to keep it there. You know? Yeah. I don't want another one. No, no, we don't need to rewrite that. Mm-hmm. That was a good one.
1: I don't remember my last one. I remember what I, what I, the last, like, I think it was in the, not even the last day. I think it might have been within the last week, but I just remember, and I'm pretty sure it was a Heineken, I don't know why, but, um, standing, Talking to my mom and stepdad, and sobbing. And I've probably told this story on the podcast before. I don't remember um, because I, I said the sensation was like I was killing my best friend, mm-hmm. which is just always, to me to, to this day that's such so, so crazy because I know I genuinely yeah. felt that. That's funny. Which is just wild
3: I'm killing to me my now. Best friend. I called him Johnny Hyderian.
2: <laughs> but that's how emotional you are. It is. It's like you're chopping off your arm, right? right. When you quit drinking. It's this thing that's yeah. been with you. Right. It, it is your best friend. Right. Which is crazy. It's crazy now. Yeah. But I could totally see that at the yeah. time. <laughs> oh, yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to do? So funny. And who's going to do it with yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah. what was your last drink? Do you remember
3: specifically yeah. what it was? it was? vodka, yeah. Well, it was okay. a pint. Uh, a vodka that my Matt saw his vodka dealer today. I did, I was crazy. So, I went to culinaria downtown, right, right. In my, right near my old loft, right? And uh, I went, I was going upstairs to eat lunch, and and uh, old Joe at the counter mm. was like, Hey, you, I haven't <laughs> seen you because I year. would go there every single day. Yeah, in a year, I'd go there every <laughs> single day. I'd get off the train, walk into my loft, I'd stop at the store, I'd get something for dinner, and I'd get a bottle of vodka, hmm. a pint of vodka every day. And uh, and you know, have a little banter like, "Hey, let's be funny. Put it in the bag. Just put it in the fucking bag. Let's go. Come on, come on. We're, uh, it's not getting drank any faster with your small talk, Joe. But uh, yeah, it's a little flashback. But yeah, mm. a pint of vodka was my last drink. Um, That's funny. My dad came to St. Louis and picked me up. Yeah, and we bought it to drink oh, right. on the drive. Yeah, just yeah. So I would be cool. Yeah, and I had like two sips left. It was underneath the bed in my boyhood bedroom, and before I. Or maybe I woke up. Yeah, I woke up like in the middle of the night and drank the rest of it. Wow, that was it. Wow. My little brother and his wife were in town, also staying with my parents. And uh, you know, my dad was telling my brother, "Matt's okay now. Matt's okay. He's here. He's okay." And my brother said. Dad, He's so not okay. <laughs> and my da- my dad had to be like, "Oh no no no! He's still drinking. He's just here now." Because my brother thought that they you know they were under depression. I was sober. Yeah, I yeah, Came in from having a cigarette outside, and I'm I, you know yeah I, obviously I had a not sober. Beard and yeah.
1: I reeked of like this <laughs> a drunken hobo. Dan in. Aykroyd in Trading
3: Places with yeah. the fish and his Santa beard. Yeah,
1: totally. That was you. That was you. That was you. Saw me at yeah. the end. You came that was it.
3: That place a few times. Yeah. I was in hobo mode. In, you were in my full on of, hobo mode. He's not at all. <laughs> I was like, hey, Andrew, give me a hug. <laughs> loves you. Let me move this beard aside.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-mm. I do remember that. What was your last drink, Jeffrey? Mine was a, it was the morning. Uh, see, it's funny. My sobriety, my, last day of drinking was March 14th, 1992. And it was, uh, I was in Florida and I had a Bloody Mary that morning. And I had just had this binge week uh, and did all these horrible things and, and that was it. Um, but I had, my sobriety date was after I had my two-year pot smoking thing in the, 2001 so now it's it was april then it was june and i had to revise it mm. a year after that because i was like oh yeah i think i did so now it's june and it was for it's it was for pot right mm-hmm. so but the it's funny because my real sobriety of getting sober was march 14th 1919 that's what it's in my head like when people say how long have you not mm-hmm. drank that's it the pot thing was but it's but it, you revise it because that's your that is genuinely <laughs> yeah. your sobriety mm-hmm. date. that was the last time i used drugs
1: it's interesting i never really thought about that. i mean because i knew you all through that period when you were Smoking pot, but I don't know. I never, I, it, it never really phased yeah. me because were, you were sober,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. But I had to go back and revise that date, right? The mm-hmm. pot date mm-hmm. several times, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, and I'd something yeah.
3: would happen, then I'd then smoke was, weed, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and there was the paint huffing date, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're
2: like, oh, the <laughs> <paint huffing day." laughs> yeah, it's I like, had to go back uh, and revise uh, that, was,
3: so. Uh,
2: that no. that that's a moving date. <laughs> exactly. That shifted around a lot. Six days. Yeah. we're <laughs> <No. laughs> <Since, laughs> pitching Were you talking paint or gas Yeah. paint?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny. It's funny because I tweeted like uh, last week I was painting upstairs. And you were like Krylon? Like, like where you've been? Well,
3: yeah. I was, was, was Huff painting the inside of my <laughs> nostrils.
1: <laughs> but, and somebody we went mmm, paint or something. <laughs> and I'm mean, like, but it's no VOC paint. It's I like, know. It's, not, you know yeah. I mean? it's like I'm not just a sobriety date because I'm Have you there.
2: ever Huff to paint? No. no. No, but I... Model glue Huff paint? I mean, no. I do You ever not, polyurethane floors? Yeah. No. Is it, do you get super half that? I did. Yeah, I bet.
1: I used to, oh, god damn it! You reminded me like I did a shit. I used to do a shitload of uh, whippets though. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
3: Going into the uh, kitchen Ooh, supply it. store in Chicago, I totally and forgot like, I about like that. Would Like to buy a box of whipped cream propellant, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. I had my own cracker you know the like
1: <laughs> right right yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm making a crack well, all good whippet order. doers have a
3: yeah
2: wow i i don't know what that is a couple whippets? times yeah uh, you know what a little whippet is little but you crack the
3: top it's it looks like a almost like a seltzer bottle yeah, yeah. and you put the yeah. whippet in yeah. and then you fill a balloon with yep. it yep. yeah yeah do so you want to talk about killing brain cells like I know. by the millions whippets wow and then, and then i did like for a few days maybe a couple weekends in my early <laughs> 20s um like head cleaner in a plastic bag um there were these wow. really these really affluent um homosexual guys who had this huge uh halloween party and we mm. all went and dressed up and everything mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all these people were like doing uh i don't know if it was head cleaner or poppers or something mm-hmm. like some ammo nit- oh, nitrous yeah, think, yes yeah where you just like it used get a huge head rush and fall down and i did that wow yeah. and that's not whippets that's something different no whippets nitrous man yeah. it's Laughing gas, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, you uh, do the shit. It's crazy that we, no, that I we did even. shit and we're like, I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just
2: did a lot of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously.
3: <laughs> I did drugs I ordered online. Yeah. That yeah. were, you know. Like, yeah. That they
2: couldn't, that they had to remake. The, uh, that's what's so scary about that. all that shit you were doing at the mm-hmm. end is the government would outlaw this specific chemical. Then they would mm. remake it. Let's yeah. say so like, what? and then you'd buy that. They'd, create, and then they'd, yeah. like, they'd,
3: they'd have these the amalgamations, fuck? these like yeah. slight variations on the formula.
2: And you know they twigs. didn't get FDA approved, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um,
3: yeah, they yeah. Didn't go through the rigorous testing process. It's going to be going on for. It's interminably. It's gonna. It's gonna happen forever. Yeah, there are so many cannabinoid derivatives. And, that, and is that what it is? Yeah, that's the so many, family. That's the for the fake weed. Okay, but for the you know the amphetamines i mean mm-hmm. that's, that's just god knows what Cathanones, they're called yeah, okay. they're the innumerable ones you know they're always coming I remember that
2: day ones. we i was reading that Esquire magazine article mm-hmm. in my office about bath
3: salts it was about yeah it was about actually and um, i was telling you about and it and you said it to me and i jokingly said you you i jokingly jokingly I look forward I, to getting addicted to those cuz you said <laughs> check my last name i don't give a fuck you he said check this out it's like um i can be they're like a cross between ecstasy and cocaine. And yeah, I said, you were reading with And
2: that they're money. legal. And they're like, you And them I right said, Really? I look forward to getting addicted yes. And I remember that. I remember it's that later. Yeah. I was like, Holy shit. I remember he when did. Matt told me that <laughs> and in my I office. And I did.
3: That. Now that was, uh, <laughs> Methylone? Okay. Um, and uh, the Drone, yeah, okay. which were legal in Great Britain. Okay.
2: Um, and I remember going to London. I and ordered them. They flown. had those in the oh, market. Right, like right, you right. could buy them in the market. Yeah.
3: yeah. And those were, yeah, those were like a euphoric <laughs> amphetamine sort of uh I think hybrid. they're a lot now, but yeah. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's interesting because when you, yeah, and that was big right around there. I remember going to that gas station. Mm hmm. Right, right, down on uh, Showdow Pass, yeah, and they had them there. Yeah. I remember, oh, like yeah. thinking, like this is what everybody's all crazy
3: about. This sell the gas station, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so? how yeah, bad for can like it be? Fifteen bucks, yeah. And then there were fewer gas stations. That I used right. to, have to drive farther, and then it was just head shops, and mm-hmm. then that went away. And then it was you got to order them from Europe. <laughs> <And> then Europe, <laughs> then Europe, yeah. <laughs> then it would be Matt. You have a package in the mailroom. It's a COD for four hundred dollars. Be right there. <laughs> No questions asked, right, Terry? High five. <laughs> Mailman, hey, you got a haircut. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Oh my God. Yeah, good times. That it is, is fun. funny. But you know what? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it was easy to justify, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. In the end, demon alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Those where it doesn't matter. You're doesn't matter. That's Getting back to that. That's where, absolutely. Yeah. Talk about path of least resistance. It's like, man, I I barely need to stand up to get booze. Just Mm -hmm. walk a block. And it's (laughs) and it's readily available. Turtle hands.
2: Uh Anyway. Well, so yeah, good good
3: sobriety on Kyle tonight. Yeah, I was proud of him. And the guy with and there was a guy with five years and a guy with nine years and Yeah, it's good it's just it's cool. I like that. And I you know, I don't know. You get you get a little swell of pride from mm-hmm. people, you know? <laughs> I remember your when you had your birthday, I was at that Wednesday night meeting, Jeff. For, yeah. yeah not, uh, Recently? I guess it was like in the fall or yeah. maybe early. June, th- June-ish.
1: How does that work? Does somebody keep track or do they ask if anybody has a birthday and you raise your hand? They keep track.
2: Yeah. They keep
3: good records at this meeting. Okay. This one they, they do. Know. Some meetings mm. don't, but this one they do. Mm. My sponsor's pretty dialed into my progress and oh i got it right you, okay. you know so
2: you have your, a big special so anniversary show in three weeks for your first year <laughs> with guests, show yeah with guests yeah guests maglarner this, this is, is
3: your, your life, life. <laughs> boom <laughs> is, oh my god mrs yeah. volk yeah. my sixth grade english teacher yeah yeah. Sammy, your basalt dealer? Just promise me. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Sergey yes. from the Uzbekistan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, be, just be sure to get Joe from Culinaria Downtown. That'd yeah, be He'll be like, hey. Yeah, Remember, remember I'd months? always try to sell you the big bottle. you <laughs> would be like, be like you know, just a pint. You buy a
2: pint every day, Matt. If you bought this bigger bottle, oh, pass the savings on to you. Yeah. I forgot about that
1: too. Like somehow, <laughs> I think I'd gotten a little romanticized like that I was, I don't know, like uh, drink good stuff. I just remember the other day like drinking like vodka out of plastic like half gallon bottles.
3: Oh yeah. Which that is terrible shit. Vodka out of
2: plastic. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I And you know, yeah. when you're when you're going through that plastic, phase where you're trying yeah. to hack alcoholism, yeah. like you know what, maybe if I just drink this or I just drink mm-hmm. this. or mm-hmm. I mean, it says it, in the big book, all the things that yep. they tried in the 30s are the same things we try today. But right. yeah, I remember brand hopping, and then I'm like, maybe I'll just drink really expensive craft beer. So I'd buy these, like, you right. know, this like $18 six pack of mm-hmm. IPA. And <laughs> I'll wake up in the morning and be right. like, I'm classy hungover now. <laughs> <Right. And laughs> I know exactly where my liver is in yeah. my body because I can feel it. Yeah. Or rot gut, you know, yeah. and it'd be like, but Yeah, there's that great story about. The
2: salesman who puts a shot of whiskey in his milk.
3: Yeah. Right? And yeah. so you're thinking, is
2: that a 30s thing? Like, they just did that? It's like, no, that's, that was probably it was as crazy in the 30s as it sounds right now. Mm, yeah. Like, I'll be fine because I'll put the whiskey in the milk
3: and the milk will keep me from getting drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somehow yeah. that'll protect me. Right around the turn <laughs> of the century or maybe it was like late 90s when the martini craze yeah. kind of hit. Best thing to ever happen to burgeoning young alcoholics. So yeah. like now it's a thing to yes. drink straight hard liquor. <laughs> awesome. Now it's legitimized yeah. somehow. There's but cocktail lounges everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna drink good wine. Yeah. Mm. And then yeah, I'll buy like two bottles of really good red wine, and then by halfway through the second one, I'm just more it right out of the bottle, <laughs> right. like you know. <laughs> Watching Tim and Eric on my couch with my shirt riding up on me. <laughs> like, good thing I got this awesome bottle of wine. I'm having a good classy night <laughs> yeah, tonight. Exactly.
2: Rested I'm on. I'm gonna my watch stomach. some classy porn tonight. I'm gonna
3: exactly, treat myself. This is gonna be the paid stuff, <laughs> like they do in Vegas, <laughs> like they do it in the uh, movies. Uh, uh, I wonder if that applies to like people with. Um, Overeaters, you know, who only eat the good be stuff. Like, yeah, I'm only, you know, I'm gonna just eat the. Yeah. <laughs> I think it applies mm-hmm. to anything where you're
1: trying to find justifications, right, for yeah. just yeah. being miserable, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. like to for for continuing to keep yourself miserable. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you know it, mm-hmm. so you're gonna find all these crazy justifications.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wonder how that is on overeaters and animals. That's interesting. I wonder if foods. I mean, because you got to eat.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right that's a, that's tricky, or like that means tricky glue huh like I'm not buying any off brand glue, yeah, I'm buying the, <laughs> the best that money can buy. I'm buying artisanal hipster yeah. glue <laughs> I just used to huff Elmers <laughs> Elmers it was the best tasting paste if I remember from kindergarten um Okay. So where where did this Your relationships t- topic
2: What what brought this I can't remember
1: feet? I think it was all tied into um, It was tied into thinking about Putting Myself back together mm-hmm. And I just remembered that um, I just You know that It was really uh, This I, I think I had heard So I adhered to sort of like The not within the first year Which I, I didn't actually That's not true um, I tried to get back together with the last person I had dated, which was a mistake. Mm. Probably by like in that first year, like the last couple months. Yeah,
2: that doesn't, that's not, that's it, not good. That, was, it
1: was a bad idea.
2: I could have told you that. I know, thank you. I don't you. know if I did. But. Thank you. You didn't
1: because we didn't, we didn't know each other. <laughs> like, okay. I know anybody. Do it. But, <laughs> that um, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bad idea. Yeah. Um, and uh, And then I just, yeah, because I think I knew I didn't know how to yeah. do it. It was weird; just I had no clue how to be, um, you know, just a person in general, and not in a bad way. I, think. Yeah. I don't think it was just awkward. Yeah,
2: um, it takes a well. while, and uh, I think it takes a well while in life, though, right? Yeah. Kind of figure that out. Yeah. We're probably about 10 years behind, but I don't think exactly. it was easy for anybody. Yeah. No.
3: But, but yeah, you you know, learning how to not be a yeah. garbage human being right. definitely has helped me, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, all my all my relationships like you know, were like were yeah, I mean, I've already said they were based in you know, basically club culture and they were short-lived and they were based mm-hmm. around partying partying and yeah. you know, in yeah. some form or another. Um, prior to that and uh, yeah so it's been a a bit of a journey but I, I don't remember now actually what, what beyond that yeah. I was thinking um, yeah so I, I don't know but uh, certainly I mean I, I would be incapable of doing you know <laughs> being married and having a child yeah. um, if I hadn't figured it out um, to some degree but yeah I don't
3: know. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) It's just heavy, man. I'm just letting it wash over me. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I was certain I didn't want to be married. I was certain I didn't want children. Um, Just because I had never lived a life that sort of had given any, uh, you know, even begun to lay the foundations for thinking like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it took a while to put it all together.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was certain that if I got married and I had children, that would have helped fix me. Ah, you mm -hmm. know. Interesting. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Because obviously, two great kids and Mm -hmm. so forth. You were. But those were those were, I think, you know, in some on some level, attempts to kind of right the ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. By doing things in your life that you see as normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to aim for the heart of normalcy and that'll anchor me and legitimize my existence. I won't use use or I won't be manic or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh And lo and behold, no matter where you go, not just physically or geographically, but wherever you go from a situational standpoint, you're still yourself. So, you know,
2: that's funny. Yeah. That's funny when you, like when you, my first instinct to this day is still it's like I, i'm gonna quit this job i'm gonna move i'm gonna like flee yeah mm-hmm. yeah flee just yeah. gonna flee and then you realize yeah you can't do that no and you gotta fix it you gotta fix <laughs> yeah. this fucking thing yeah whatever that is gotta fix it oh god can't leave
3: can't run anymore <laughs> That's a bitch yeah louis ck does a great bit about that does he yeah where he's he's you know he's just thinking uh he could leave, he could leave, yeah. he could leave, he could leave, and then he got married and his first thought was like, I could have left. Yeah. <laughs> right. I could have left. Yeah. I could have left. Then he has yeah. a kid and he's like, hi, I, I can't. He can't leave. Yeah. I can't leave.
1: That's yeah. funny when you talked about having the wife and kid, though, fixing yeah. as a as a solution. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I remember what made me think of, I had a buddy, and this was like well before I had any sense of what I was, As a a drinker. Um, Like I probably told the story about this was like in the period when my much younger brother, like six years younger, so he's maybe like 15, came to like stay with me for, Mm I don't know, like a week when I was, you know, like 21, 22. Um, And, you know, to allow me to continue my super slick, drinking party lifestyle like i would buy him alcohol i'd buy him wine coolers (laughs) which is just terrible yeah but uh i I had a buddy then my 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 best friend then was clearly in retrospect an alcoholic probably further or or certainly had a, a a alcohol abuse problem right um probably further along and more severe than mine by that point wow and I, I remember him saying I just want to find a woman that won't have a problem with my drinking and will stick by me and that you know yeah, <laughs> like wow. he just wanted to find yeah. you know he's he a codependent
2: uh, hostage right, to take right. I just want somebody
1: who can't get away <laughs> and, but like in a very like at that time I thought yeah, sounds alright yeah you
0: know? that's <laughs> like, a good yeah. woman wow, I mean, you're thinking likey.
1: I remember one time we went into this shop on the Ave in Seattle because I wanted to to hit on this the girl working in the shop. I yeah. was like, and uh, we we're both drunk, which is crazy. He was mm. drunker than I am, and we go in, and I'm and I'm. Making time. Her, yeah. making time? Yeah. Making, making time. Making time. You see? <laughs> and she, all goes, right, and right. she goes, is your friend all right? And I turn around. He's passed out in a chair. <laughs> like, that was in this clothing shop. And he's, like, drooling. He's resting and his and eyes. He's, yeah. like, he's fine. Yeah. She's yeah.
3: just, she's, you know. He's sleepy. He's <laughs> meditating. We're deep. Yeah, that's uh, funny.
1: Yeah, that was, that was. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, yeah I'm having Definitely like I'm having like I don't know like 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 getting little Flashes of clarity Like about that Sort of like The, the past uh, Now that I'm sort of I don't know Just thinking more about mm-hmm. it And like looking back at it And And uh seeing those Those moments When you're like Oh yeah
3: Wow like could That been, was me Yeah you're Watching that movie Of your Right yeah History And hanging out and Yeah Yeah I don't know man i don't know i have a friend in chicago who's been married four times um three to three different women one of them twice and uh yeah he's a he's an older chap he's a professor incredibly bright guy but Mm -hmm. he's he's always talking about i think i'm gonna leave i'm like what do you mean he's like it's getting weird and when <laughs> shit gets weird, yeah. I no, he's been sober for like thirty years. Wow, mm-hmm. I and mean, he's he he's got this, you know. Right. Yeah. But he also is still has that instinct. That yeah, when things get run. difficult, right. yeah. you cut bait, you move. I know there should you be, yeah. You know, he's just hey, how's it going? You know, yeah. Just one day, he yeah. He's just like, it's good, man. It's fine. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, I'm like yeah, are things weird. bad? He's like, no, they're just weird. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave. <laughs> too wow. weird. And it's yeah. just what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that's know. Funny. I'm much more. You honest. can justify it. Life is short. You can justify it. Absolutely. Yeah. I've just, you know, Life it's all new short. to me. It's all new yeah. to me. Yeah. The, you, know. you can justify
2: leaving? Justify anything. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Justifier.com. Right, just, yeah, that's yeah. just one of the L's you can justify. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole right. alphabet <laughs> of possibility up there. <laughs> Things you can justify. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, uh, interesting. That man. was my first startup idea when I got servers. Justifier.com. Come tell me your your thing and, and I will justify it for you. I'll write you a justification right now. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. God. Because I was good at that. That's great. That's great. Whatever that's like an app. Whatever right? bad you sickness just, you're in, whatever you're doing that's wrong, you want to justify, you can't quite get there mentally. Right. Tell me tell, we'll, tell I'll me get you I'll one.
3: You. I will help you justify. It's almost your yeah, bad you're like the really, really <laughs> Bad life coach, <laughs> right? Right. like, you know what? Yeah, dude, she just is a bad listener. Yeah. that's why
2: you you hit her. You know? <laughs> we were just joking. None of us have ever I've never hit a girl. I'm I've never, never,
3: ever, I've never hit a woman. Never hit a woman. I've or hit a lots of things though.
1: I've hit lots of inanimate <laughs> objects. Yeah. Oh, I've beaten from, the shit oh out of some God. walls.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> man, I used to hit stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Put my hand through some wood paneling in my boyhood bedroom. My mom's like, "Are you on steroids? What about your manhood bedroom? (laughs) Yeah, on steroids. Yeah, I'm like, Mom, I weigh 95 pounds. I'm a freshman in high school. Did you just see the steroid episode of Oprah or something? really, you
2: on steroids? Yeah, that's awesome. Because I punched
3: the sweet '80s paneling. (laughs) (laughs) Was it over a girl? Uh, No, it was over probably something to do with my bike. You know. I don't know. It was
2: one of those. Yeah, here.
3: Teen angst, Jeff. Teen angst. Teen angst. Yeah, the
1: best kind of angst.
3: Yes. Um, We got anything else, though? Oh, no. There was another d- drunk in the news. Oh, yeah. So, um, Josh Hamilton. You know who that Josh, is? Yeah. Yeah. Josh Hamilton. Is <laughs> baseball relapsed player. again. Really? and uh yeah i had was, a horrible history with had a horrible history. he was the a lot of people said he was the best prospect best athlete they'd seen since mickey yeah. mantle and has had gr- some great years he was gonna be the second coming yeah and he's and had good years he's had some really good years but really it took years. him eight years to make the majors because he he was a number one draft pick and mm. all those millions of dollars and was just a train wreck drunk clean it up became an all-star millionaire again Relapsed, relapse, relapse, millionaire, hmm. relapse, and he just relapsed. And he approached Major League Baseball. He didn't fail a drug yeah. test. Yeah, nobody in the past, people would like all of a sudden someone tweet a photo of yeah. him in a Hooters with yeah. five waitresses loaded. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, he approached Major League Baseball and said, "I relapsed on cocaine and alcohol." Wow. And he wouldn't have gotten caught. Hmm. He just he just did it. Said it, and now he's going to be suspended. Probably for the whole year. I oh my! Think, God. I think it's going to cost them twenty million dollars or something. But, <laughs> interesting in that it's kind of prescient because it's the yeah, it's all over the sports world that Josh right. Hilton, like came to them and wow. ratted himself out. Wow.
1: Well, I mean, rigorous honesty, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. but but I mean, there's a guy who they had to have a the team had to bankroll you know to pay uh, pay somebody like half a million dollars a year to travel with this guy to every single city he went to and keep him sober. He had a yeah. sober mate, you know, right. I'd be like, what are they paying you? Yeah, I'll do that. I will pay you that. Yeah. Do not follow me around. Yeah. Because oh. creepy. Do you think that would work? I always wonder, That's, like... The, hell no, not for... Right? And would, if you I, had a guy I can't with imagine. you to
2: keep you, who's like, you know, you're 24, whatever. I'm an awesome baseball player. I'm. I'm right. There's going to be a person following you around. Well, like, to like everything you will come in,
3: you need a meeting? Yeah. I'd be like, shut up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was... I can't imagine yeah. it unless it's, it's somebody of like almost equal stature. You know what I mean? It's like if you're this dude making however many millions yeah. he's making, it would have to be like I don't know what, like slash as you're sober. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Traveling with you awesome. or something. Yeah. It's, it's like some somebody. yeah, regular guy like well, or somebody like you grew up with or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the same way that some people tag along their boss, bring right? along their their yeah. entourage yeah your entourage yeah. Like, turtle <laughs> I just like oh, I yeah. pulled out Slash yeah. Slash this is, is like, awesome it's, I, I don't even know if he's like I'm like being like yeah. wearing the top hat on the team hey box. Josh yeah. come yeah. here man yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> maybe a guitar solo would cheer you up <laughs> you could play with my anaconda <laughs> But it don't want no. <laughs> <laughs> sir Mixlot would be an awesome sober coach. I'd be like, do the big butt song again. It's like I have a whole catalog of hits. Just do that. All I want is that line from that song. Do it. You're keeping me sober, sir Mixlot.
2: <laughs> uh, so best, in other words, we best all sobriety agree, coaches of all time. Sobriety, sir
0: Mixlot <laughs> Slash
3: <laughs> the guy from police academy who did the sound effects <laughs> <laughs> michael winslow i think his name is yeah uh yeah uh,
2: so. maybe we should do a sobriety maybe we should try to be sobriety coaches for somebody yeah. see if we can get that going there's on. a
3: guy who goes to my tuesday night meeting who's uh that's an his interesting ex job. is was a sobriety coach and she had some young uh heiress who was her charge was to keep this girl sober sober because mm. you build the, you'd the getting, parents she lived on this right? estate in mm?
2: you'd build the parents or the team right yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. yeah. you'd build somebody you exactly. can afford and they, you've heard
3: about it with musicians
2: you
1: know, mm-hmm. in the past right yeah
2: they have yeah. so there's so many people riding these coattails
3: we can going get you a sobriety coach yeah. I don't know and I, I just can't relate I don't know what it, you know that yeah. life is
1: I don't know <laughs> I think of the point where you need someone else to exert their will on you yeah to keep you from doing the thing, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. I think it's when, I think that usually happens when a third party has a vested interest, right, in keeping you sober. Not you. You're not yeah. interested right. in
2: it. No. Yeah. But somebody right. else's. Lindsay Lohan's whole show. That was the show. Like she had a sobriety coach. It never worked. She always. I don't know. Like use right. on the show. It was on Oprah. Huh. Yeah. The Oprah Network. It was literally Every on week, Oprah. She was basically. Deviously sneaking around or
3: sobriety hurts or whatever. I think they tried. I it. think if but you're if you're in the throes of addiction, yeah, there you couldn't put a sobriety team <laughs> right. on. You, you know what <laughs> I mean? That's right. No, because you're surrounded by people, yeah. ostensibly who care about you and know you're yeah. struggling, and but they they couldn't help you. It's yeah. going to be you, man. I guess right.
2: though, if you were on the road all the time, yeah, and you just want you do want to not drink, you know, you're you're in it to win it, right? You'd or get, you know that if you drink, you will yeah. lose. Everything mm-hmm. you like. Millions I need someone to dollars. talk to. I just need someone to like. I'm, or I've, somebody
3: to just be yeah. like, "No, man, it's not a good idea to hang out with those groupies." Yeah. you know Like instead, let's. Yeah. But I'm sure it's. I'm go sure read the big book in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's examples so, where it's worked, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I'm sure there are. Yeah, I just don't know what. But hey, it's not we're, in the not.
1: we're not a glum lot, right? No. No, it's party all the time. Party all the time.
2: Eddie oh, but yeah,
3: that's that's mercy he, so is, so he is a wise how's wise a, how's comedian? my boy
2: Johnny Johnny doing anything i don't know he's in rehab Kay. still He's not in rehab okay yeah.
3: i'll put feelers out yeah
2: <laughs> call your call your guys in cleveland mm-hmm. find out what's going on with Johnny well, the dude you know, i don't know the
3: guy I was in rehab with is apparently still sober the comedian guy
2: oh good. Mm. Yeah. Well,
3: but you know it's funny cuz i've also heard you also hear about like musicians who've overdosed had sobriety coaches with them. That dude from Blind Melon. Shannon Hoon. Yeah. Was yeah. on cocaine and I guess his sobriety coach is the guy that found him. So oh. wow. Yeah. I don't. Now I'm just giving misinformation, yeah. bullshit, so. Hmm. The edit, your edit wrist must be strong tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I've just made a you bunch shit. this shit up.
2: That's uh, fine, what well,
1: because Shannon Hoon's coach didn't find him?
2: I or he's I'm made lying that your memory. <laughs> hey, Blind Melon was overrated. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Uh yeah okay I'm just saying I don't know how they became mm-hmm. No I don't know song. either no.
2: <laughs> They were overrated What song did they have
3: No rain Yeah And uh another remember. one <laughs> I'm pretty sure Yeah And they were friends with Guns N' Roses with, s- with the Gunners GNR Back to the
2: Slash Slash Slash, slash was a sobriety and coach and, and it was slash, <laughs> it was slash. <laughs> Whoa <laughs> shit I fucked up man yeah. I'm sorry He couldn't
3: even play the guitar he was just a sobriety coach, and eventually they're like, you know what, dude, you can pretend to play and come on stage with us. That's fine. Just don't show your eyes. Put on this wig. Put on this wig and this ridiculous hat. At least make it funny. He it's was like, a magician you. before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like other guys pull rabbits out of their hats. I pull a fucking goats. Alpacas, you
0: gonna
2: say, <laughs> yeah, you were <laughs> <sighs> all right.
3: All right, when we go past our like regular
2: time slot, yeah. I think we get slapped. But what, was your, what was your favorite share tonight? My favorite was something about springtime, Nordic people. This yeah, there's guy. <laughs>
3: this, guy who had this awesome one, guys. Guy. I just
2: want to say, Nordic people, you know, they don't relapse in the winter, but they
3: relapse in the spring, and it's getting to be spring out there. His his description of Northerners was very broad. He's like, you know, Canadians, Alaskans, Swedish um, people. Swedes, Iceland, people Iceland. from Iceland. Like, good. Get them in there. Like They relapse in the polar spring. Polar bears. Yeah. They Santa. Won't. So be careful because
2: it's springtime. York. And then next week, St. Pat's Day, which yeah. is true.
1: Right. Well, that's... Yeah.
2: Be careful on St. Pat's Day. Yeah. I, I can out. see that one. That's a good warning. Go to a meeting next Tuesday.
3: I, I don't know. <laughs> are you it's your people? It's like your whole tribe. They are my people, but you know what? They're they're the adorable drunken lot of them. I don't know. But if we had like sitting Sit bull day, Sit
2: I'd be like, <laughs> be like a little nervous. <laughs> You'd be like, my Same spirit animal day. wants me to drink, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that hawk <laughs> is leading me to the bar, I'm just saying. Uh all right. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, everyone. Aaron Go Bra. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're silly that's we a kind of people once you start to think